Bearcat Blitz, thank you all so much for picking us to get your Bearcats fix this week with the Houston Cougars ready to welcome the Bearcats for their latest road trip in the Big 12. I'm your host, Russ Heltman, your All Bearcats reporter. Check out all the coverage on allbearcats.com around football and men's basketball. Got you covered there all year, 24-7, with all the big news surrounding Cincinnati Athletics. And, of course, my co-host, Dom Goodman, across the way from me. Dominic Goodman played for the team from 2005 to 2008 as a star-wide receiver. And we're coming to you on Valley Sports Ohio, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Talking Cats with Russ Heltman on the YouTube page. All of those great mediums, a great spot to find us. And we are, of course, presented by Bet Online, where the last of the major pro sports leagues are off and rolling as college basketball got underway this week. You see with a double-digit victory to start their fresh look with that roster in the uh, in the Fifth Third Arena Combines on Monday night. Bet Online, of course, remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online website today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's a B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Dom. Let's go ahead and get it rolling, my man. We've got a great guest this week, one of the best players on the Bearcats roster and their top NFL draft prospect heading into the 2024 cycle. Dante Corleone going to be joining the show. But real quick, man, how's the week going as we get ready for Houston with uh, with UC traveling down south in just a, uh, probably about 24 hours to a couple days' time as of, as of when we were recording this? Yeah, I mean – um, all is good, by the way. Thanks for asking, man. But um, um, it's gonna be an interesting game. Houston, similar team, came from the American Conference. Um, they in the same boat, just as UCF and UC as well. So, um, it's one of those games where we go back to saying, "Hey, you going against your twin again? Yep. See what you can do. Just gotta execute. That's what it comes down to. Just execute. Uh, stick with the game plan. And far as personnel wise." We don't know. Um, all we know is they're going to come out there to win, so the best guys going to go out there and play to give them the best opportunity, which you should always do. Uh, but at the same time, we it's one of the things, like, do you start wrapping this up and get ready for next year? Or you just say, bump it, we're going to at least try to get one win before we get up out of here for this season, to build momentum for next year. But uh, it's going to be an interesting game. I'm, 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 I'm excited and I'm curious what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll break it all down after our conversation right now with UC defensive tackle Dante Corleone. Dante, thank you so much for taking the time this week. Obviously, you guys getting ready to face Houston. First time you've played them since uh, maybe the most elated, elation-filled day in the history of the program a couple years back with the victory in the AAC title game to punch the ticket to the college football playoff. But focusing on this season, Dante, you – you're going into your second year as a full-time starter. You're, you're playing even more snaps this year. What has kind of been your biggest focus individually throughout this second season as you uh, as you continue your college career? No, this is my first year, but um, starting. But um, my focus on is just being a leader. You know, somebody that's not really vocal this offseason. Uh, coaches have challenged me to be more vocal, so that's something I, I try to take my hat off and do. 
you know, something like that. But uh, also just try to learn from the guys we got right now, Jawan Briggs and Malik Van and those guys. Like, just still learning from them every day. It's how to be a man at the end of the day on the field and off the field. And that's something I, I try to take pride in and then just do all the little things right. So uh, for us as, as a defense as a whole, like, do you, how do y'all go about for us, like, each week and each game for us, like, uh, I know things ain't been going your way and all them things. Just basically just talk through just what y'all been doing for us is to keep that motor going for each game. Yeah, you know, we got to, uh, you know, on this, on this on this stretch we have, but I feel like it just go down to executing, you know. That's something we harming, harming on, just executing. Like, those four plays we have every game, we don't execute. That causes the game every time. So executing is a, a big focus this week going to Houston. We got to execute. Take one game at a time to execute at the end of the day. Thank you for the correction on the starting. I, I just I was so used to you making plays last year, and you played. I mean, you were out there for over 300 snaps, so it was essentially close to a starter. Uh, yeah, it was like that smart, but I just, like, last year, I just knew my role was, you know. Right. Jawan was a great person at nose guard, and I knew at some point he had to come off the field. So I had to just step up and be that guy he can trust when he got off the field. So, yeah. And speaking of that expanded role this year, obviously you played, you've already played more snaps this year yeah. than you did last year. How is the stamina feeling? Did you kind of, you go into this season anticipating uh, a, an even greater workload, even though you guys have a pretty deep defensive line or, and are able to rotate uh, throughout yeah. each game? Yeah, I say, yeah, but I take my hat off to Coach Nico. You know, a guy like me, I was 335 in all season. I'm around 317, 318, like somewhere around that ballpark. Just being able to be there for my team, you know, being on the field almost every down. So I take my head off to the coaching staff for that. Like, it's just a big difference off my shoulders, like the weight and stuff. So I'm a little quicker this year, and I'm just, I just feel very strong. So shout out to Nico and his strength, his strength coaches. Was it the the weightlifting plan weighing more of a factor into that? Was it the diet? Was it a diet change? What was kind of the biggest thing in terms of this offseason that allowed you to, to cut the weight but still keep – your speed and, and power intact. I want to say that I didn't say more. We run, we ran almost every day. Like we never used to run that much, but now we run okay. 10 times more every day. You think of we running. So I just feel like that played a big part this off, this off season. You know, being from Carl Ryan, you know how it goes, man. Just um, basically, I just want you to like, people always try to figure out like what's so special about Corrine guys when it come to UC. Um, because then, you know, it's, it's a long list of us that played there and were successful there. So what really, when you got transferred from from Coleraine to UC, basically just talk about, like, how that how the change was and what things was – I mean, basically just what what things led to your success now. Uh, I say the people that came before me, like yourself, like this, all the great Coleraine guys that the tradition of coming to UC, like, it's, it's a high standard, so you got to hold yourself to a high standard. That's a big part. And also just having the guys that play the co-reign on my team now, like Eric Phillips, Deshaun Pace, last year Ivan Pace with Javon Hicks. Just, I can keep going on, but, like, those guys made it, like, easy for me to come to UC, like, just to buy in, especially I'm from the city. I, like, it's nowhere else I would ever want to be. Yeah, because I know when I – I just yeah. take pride to be in some co-reign. So that's something I always take my hat off every day. Like, I'm, folk, I'm from co-reign every day. Like, it's an honor. Yeah, I enjoy watching y'all, man. It, it brings it brings tears to my eyes, man, because you know, uh, <laughs> y'all out there playing, flying around, representing. Because when I, when me and Bird was there, um, when me, Bird, and Andre got there, there was only one coin guy that played there, and that was it. They wasn't recruiting sure. us, 
So when we put that work in, and it's just nice to see everybody from Coleraine making it, succeeding, getting drafted, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. You see defensive lineman Dante Corleone joining us here on Bearcat Blitz. I'm your host, Russ Heldman, joined by my co-host, as always, Dominic Goodman, former UC wide receiver. All right, Dante, the godfather, the nickname. It's it's obviously, it's followed you throughout your UC career. My question is, when was the first time you remember hearing that nickname? And did it stick right then? Did it take a while to stick? How did that all come about in the origin story of the godfather? Uh, so when I committed the fans end up giving it to me. I just kept okay. hearing it every time they, they had seen me in person. Then I just I just took it from there and I just loved it. I just like the the sound to it. Okay, so it was like just so it's pretty new. It's within the last couple of years. It was the first time you've heard it. Yes, sir. All right, I like it. I like it, Dom. Oh, what, how you how's your how your take with Coach Combs? I know he ain't coach. I mean, he coached me, so I don't know how you feel about how you like Coach Combs. First off, you know, you can always hear the great story, especially coming from Corrine. Like, I always heard of Coach Collins, but when we finally got him last year, it was like he'd make you just want to run through a brick wall. Like, he's that type of guy that just make you – like, he motivates you to do anything with that guy. So, I, I love Coach Collins still to this day. Like, we talk every day off, off the field and on the field. So, he's just a guy you can always go to, especially because we got that Corrine connection. Dante, what's kind of your go-to favorite move when you're in the line of fire, in the battle there in the trenches? Is it differ in terms of a run snap versus a pass snap? Kind of walk us through the, the weeds on that one a little bit. Uh, I go more bull. Than, I use my bull just off of anything. So I know a lot of people respect me off my bull. So I can always set something up from a side swipe to a push and pull. So it's all variants I can always do. So I just feel like I, I start off with the bull every time. Do people ever you ever hear people comparing you um, to Terrell Bird at all? Yes, sir. So my um my first year starting the Corey my sophomore year in 2018, Coach uh Coach Tom Bowden, I watched an interview about uh he was talking about me. Then he brought that name up and I looked him up and then I'm like, man, we really play similar like each other. You know, not very tall, but very physical, fast. And then I ended up watching film uh when I first got here. Uh, God gave me a cut up of him, and I just watched him ever since. Like he's a guy that remind me of myself a lot. He's a great player. Probably one. Of the, he's probably one of the best of all time for Corey for sure. That's what's up. I still, me and him still hang out, kick it. So I let him know, and y'all can, y'all gotta, I gotta link y'all up, man. I gotta link y'all up so you can get some tips from him, man. There you go. There you go. Some legends helping legends right there. As we kind of wind down our conversation here with UC defensive tackle Dante Corleone, have you noticed? kind of a step up or like a, a, a higher level of strength of of pass blocking acumen, of run blocking acumen in the Big 12 compared to last year in the AAC? How has that how has that jump up to the Big 12 kind of affected you or have you noticed it in your individual battles? To be honest, I haven't. No, I just I don't feel like it's a G5 or P5 thing. I just feel like it's all the same thing to me. We, we got to line up against each other no matter what for fourth quarter. So I don't really feel a difference. So I don't really tell the difference from between those two. Okay. Dom, you got anything else for Dante? I'm just man, just simply man, keep doing your thing, man. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of all your corn guys, Eric, um, Deshaun, uh, everybody from Coleraine, man. Let them know I'm proud of them. I'll continue watching and continue doing y'all thing, man. Y'all yeah. just proud, man. Thank you. Dante Corleone, everybody. Dante, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it, and good luck the rest of the season. I know you guys are going to be fighting strong for the final three games. Yes, sir.
awesome stuff there from Dante Corleone. Just a great ambassador for the program. And I know that 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 had to be right up your alley, Dom. A, a Coleraine guy talking to another Coleraine guy is just we're swapping some good stories right there. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, everybody, like, everywhere I go, everywhere I coach, uh, everywhere I um, play, even when I play professionally, playing arena ball up in Cleveland, people ask every day, like, what made y'all so special? I'm like, man, it was Coach Coleman stole um, a college program into a high school program. And yeah. it was just, we did everything. So when we went to college, it was no different. It was, we was prepared for it. Um, the hard lifting, the three-hour practices, the – the dedication, the preparation, the it's getting ready, even off season, and and I think that's what bring a lot of guys from Corn that come out of Corn, making them successful when they come in, because it's, it's that it's that it's that motivation and it's that that discipline. Coach Combs just stole, and and like he said, Coach Combs, he if, if he told everybody if, if, if we can we can win a national championship today, but we got to jump off this cliff, everybody gonna jump off that cliff. <laughs> and that's, that's what Warrior right there. That's the kind of guy he is, and, and you know, and it's and it shows, and and it, and it keeps showing, you know. But I'm excited. I was I was happy just to be able to talk to him, and and just happy for success. No doubt, no doubt. Dante going to be very interesting to see, kind of whether or not he jumps to the NFL after this season, or if he comes back, sharpens his teeth even more in the Big Twelve. Obviously, it's going to have more NIL opportunities here, so you'll be able to make money at either level. And that's kind of the, the best part about this NIL experience for college football fans is the fact that they, they in some cases down the line or this year or in past years, when it just started, you're able to keep these guys for one or two extra more years. They can develop a little more and still be able to get paid uh, justifiably for their services. So it's going to be interesting to see if, uh, if he, if he goes to the NFL or tries to maybe make himself a first round pick with another strong season, as he's kind of gauged Dom from what I've seen, he's right around the, 40s to 60s range in terms of overall prospects this year and right there in the roughly inside just inside the top 10 of overall defensive tackle ranking so that's gonna be something to monitor for the program moving forward we'll see what Dante Corleone does after the final three games of this season we gotta get to the Houston preview a tight tight contest expected by the odds makers the Cougars a two and a half point home favorite and a fit just a 56 percent favorite to win the game on ESPN's matchup predictor all that coming your way after this break on Bear Blitz. Bear Blitz back for the final half of the show here. Dominic Goodman, my co-host, joining me, Russ Heltman, your all Bearcats reporter. You can catch us on Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever podcast feed you uh, you frequent on your phone or to YouTube talking cats with Russ Heltman and of course, Bally sports, Ohio. We are airing there each and every Bearcats weekend in the fall. As the season starts to wind down, just three games left, three opportunities, Dom for Cincinnati football to get off the mat and get their first conference win in the big 12. When we look at this matchup between Houston and Cincinnati, think the first thing you look at is the quarterbacks when we got who knows out of Cincinnati Scott Satterfield yesterday on his radio show Dominic Dominic said Brady Lichtenberg will get more opportunities this week how many opportunities does, does that mean does it mean more than two drives does it mean two drives and you pull them out we're going to find out when they travel to Houston and take on and take on the Cougars at 7 p.m four and five overall is Houston 
Ninth in the Big 12. As I mentioned, they're a two-point two favorite now, down to two-point favorite, and they're led by Donovan Smith, Texas Tech transfer quarterback, a guy that I'm sure Bearcats fans are kind of wishing would have would have came to UC instead of picking Houston. He's been pretty freaking good this year, Dominic. 2,300 yards. That's second, I believe, in the Big 12, um, only behind Oklahoma quarterback Dylan Gabriel, I believe. And 18 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He boasts a... 67.9 QBR, ESPN QBR, that's 38th nationally in the country. It kind of starts there for me, Dom. Is this Cincinnati defense, when we look at the Houston offense versus the Cincinnati defense, will they be able to limit big plays? This is not a big play offense by Houston. They're in the bottom 40 nationally, bottom 45 nationally in total, 30-plus and 20-plus yard plays generated this season. So it's not a bad matchup in that sense for a U, for a UC defense that is allowing a quality possession 47.5% of the time. That's 112th nationally. They're 125th in points allowed on quality possessions. I mean, it, it's just been a bad, bad year of consist of inconsistency for this defense. A defense, Dom, that as you look at it right now, I don't think we would have said this at all going into the year, is worse in most statistical measures than the offenses, comparably, when you think about that 80th ranked EPA per pass defense and 78th ranked EPA, or excuse me, 110th ranked EPA per pass defense, but a 29th ranked EPA per rush defense. Been great at stopping the run, not great at stopping the pass. Unfortunately for UC, Houston is driven by this quarterback, Donovan Smith. They're driven by his playmaking through the air and not a lot of rushing. Like they don't run the ball very much. Houston overall on the season has uh has a couple guys averaging over 4.5 yards per carry and uh, Donovan Smith is kind of in the below 3 mark because of that sack adjusted total because of the sack impact on his rushing but Parker Jenkins got to look out for 4.7 yards per carry he's got three touchdowns on the year and also Stacy Sneed 5.5 yards per carry he has one touchdown on the year overall this team averages just 3.8 yards per carry on just 277 rushes total through nine games this season Dom, offensively, it's not necessarily a great matchup comparing the Houston offense to the UC defense, but they don't give up or they don't produce a lot of big plays. Maybe that's where things can start to break the Bearcats' way. Yeah, uh, I got a chance. To, I had a chance to watch uh, Houston play against uh, West Virginia, and uh, and then that uh, and they and they played solid. I mean. They're a team that you just can't take light. You know, um, they, they've been battling throughout the uh, Big 12, and I think it's an opportunity where um, for us to get the, get the win. Because, like you said, no limited explosive plays, and you have more explosive plays than them, you should win this game. Um, and I think that's what's going to be. If, if, um, if the offense for UC can have more explosive plays than Houston, we UC come out with the win. But um, – but, it's just one of those games you just uses a team where it, any given Saturday, you, any given Saturday. So it's just UC got to just come out. It's just like Corleone said, just execute. Come out and execute defense, minimize the explosive plays, stop the pat, um, stop the pass game, get to the quarterback, and offense just put up points, make drives, be efficient on third and fourth downs. And make some explosive plays. If you can get, if you get at least eight, six or eight explosive plays this game, I think we think we're gonna come with the win. It's an offense that is struggled 
with field position throughout the season and ranked 125th in total field position efficiency ranking, according to CFBGraphs.com. Can they take advantage of the weakest part of this defense, Dom, in Houston, which is the cornerbacks and their middle linebacker in the middle of the field? The middle of the field is something this offense and this passing attack has not targeted really much at all throughout the entire season, but they really need to in this game. When you look at the liability that Houston has at that spot, middle linebacker, Jamal, or should be Malik Robinson, 43.1 overall PFF grade this season. Dom, he's been targeted 25 times in coverage this year. He's given up 24 catches for 300 and, or excuse me, 205 yards and a touchdown. He's a guy that you can target there. You can move the change there in the middle of the field. You can make this Houston defense sit on their heels when you think about kind of their, the lowest graded position groups and players on their team are the middle of the field, middle linebacker, and then cornerback across the board. They struggle at corner. They struggle defending the pass. And this is a game where can – just I have to take a pause. It's just like and this can Cincinnati's quarterbacks answer the bell? Can you get some kind of great performance out of whoever gets out, gets put out, gets put out back there? 67th ranked offense in EPA per pass. UC is going up against the 80th ranked EPA per pass defense. Oh, man. I just, I once again, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't pick them. I'm going to go with the Houston Cougars to get the dub here. 35 27 over Cincinnati. I just, I, I do not believe in the quarterback position right now. I don't know how you can believe in the quarterback position. And despite some things favoring Cincinnati, when you think about the big play allows, big plays um, produced by Houston's offense, when you think about defensively, you see his biggest issue in terms of getting points this season when they rank top 20 in total yards per game, but bottom 40 in points per game. You look at that red zone. Houston's giving up almost 80% of the time a touchdown when teams go into the red zone. That's bottom 15 nationally. Despite all that, Dom, they got to prove it to me. They got to show me they can win a Big 12 game, especially on the road where they have not fared uh, too great so far this season. Give me Houston, 35-27. What do you got? You know, uh, I'm I'm UC all day, man. UC, I got to go with them. I mean, it's got it. Some gotta give. Something's gotta give. And I hope they hear me. I hope they watching. Just give me something so everybody can stop texting me like, "Goody, you bad with the predictions, Goody." And I'm like, "Man, just shut up." This is this is my Bearcats. I live and die for the Bearcats. I'm going Bearcats. Twenty eight, twenty four. All right, twenty eight, twenty four. Wouldn't be a crazy result. It's only a two point betting spread. And this is likely, as I mentioned on Monday, probably the best chance for Cincinnati to get that win remaining the rest of the year when you think about them having to go to West Virginia the following week. Over a 70% matchup favorite are the Mountaineers in that one. And then welcoming a very good 16th ranked currently Kansas Jayhawks team as a 63% favorite in that one, the Jayhawks are. Probably need to get it done this week if you want to get a win on the board in the Big 12 in year one. For Dominic Goodman, I'm Russ Eltman. This has been Bearcat Blitz. Big thank you to UC Athletic Department and Dante Corleone for making him available this week. And we will catch you all after the result of Saturday's night affair in Houston. Enjoy the weekend of sports, everybody. This has been Bearcat Blitz presented by Bet Online.
shot towards the end zone under the top of the touchdown. Trey Tucker to the end zone. It goes. Caught. Touchdown. Armand Ben. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks. That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.